In this week's Parsha, Parsha Vayera, we continue the story of Avram Avinu, the very first Jew. The Torah tells us in one of the Sukkim of the Parsha that Avram traveled, and in one of the places that he settled, Vayikra Shom B'Shem Hashem Kel Oilam. Hashem called out there to, in the name of Hashem, the God of the world. The Gemara says, Altikra Vayikra El Vayakri. Don't read that Avram just called out to Hashem by Hashem's name, but Vayakri, that he made other people call out to Hashem as well. And this was the way of Avram Avinu, the first Jew, not only that he himself discovered and therefore served Hashem, the creator of the world, but that he worked with others, he taught others, he went out of his way and looked, looked, looked out for others to teach them, and he spread monotheism, spread the belief of Hashem in the world around him as well. The Medrash adds a fascinating, a fascinating insight. It says, Avram created there in the desert an inn, and people came there to eat, and he fed people, he fed people. We know Avram was famous for his achnasas orchim, for his taking in guests, and he had food, and he had drink for everyone who came. When people finished eating or drinking, he said, thank Hashem, what we call today benching, grace after meals, thank Hashem. Some people did, but some people didn't. They didn't want, they refused, they didn't believe in Hashem. So Avram said, fine, you don't believe in Hashem, you don't want to thank Hashem. Okay, then I was the one who gave you this food. You have to pay me for it. And he gave them a bill. And it says he gave them a stiff bill. After all, we're talking about food in the desert. We all know that we're, when we are in places that food is not readily accessible, the food is a lot more expensive. So Avram says, if you're not going to bench, you're not going to thank Hashem, then you have to pay me. And he gave them a very stiff bill. So many of the people, instead of having to pay such a bill, said, you know what? They changed their mind and they, they thanked Hashem instead. That's what the Medrash tells us. And it's, of course, it's, a, it's an interesting story. The question is, what's the value? What's the value of this way of Avram Avinu? Where he sort of pushes people into thanking Hashem, pushing people into expressing a recognition of Hashem. One might argue, if the person doesn't believe in it, and if the person doesn't want to do it, and he's only doing it to save a couple dollars um, in order not to have to pay for it, is there a value in pushing someone into expressing a recognition of Hashem? And of course, if Avram Avinu did it, there's got to be a value to it, and not only a value, but a lesson to us till today. And therefore, this is the question. And the Rebbe explains it based on a teaching of the Alter Rebbe in Tanya. Now, Alter Rebbe talks about the story of the Miraglim, despised much later in the Chumash, um, where the spies come back after scouting out the land of Canaan, which is going to be Eretz Yisrael, and they say, there's no way we can't conquer it. They come back to Moshe Rabbeinu and the people in the desert and say, we're not going to be able to conquer the land. The people there are too mighty for us. In other words, they didn't believe in the ability of Hashem to actually can't conquer the land of Eretz Yisrael. Amazingly, a large portion of the Jewish people, or maybe even the majority of the Jewish people, fell for the Miraglim's report and expressed their disbelief in Hashem and their ability to conquer Yisrael, and they said they don't want to go in. Hashem comes to Moshe Rabbeinu, and he really gives them a, a tongue lashing. He says, how long is it going to be? These people, they don't believe in me. And these people, after everything I've done for them, they still don't believe in me, and they're all going to die in the desert, and so on and so forth. He gives them, he really berates them. Moshe Rabbeinu comes to the Jewish people, and he tells them, these are the words of Hashem, and he gives them this whole... Um, this whole tirade, so to speak, of Hashem against them, how could they not believe in the, in the abilities of Hashem and they're going to be punished and they're bad and so on and so forth. What happens? The Pasuk says they turn around and say, you know what, okay, let's go up to the land of Eretz Yisrael. And the Alter asks in Tanya the obvious question, what caused them to start believing? 
After all, a few hours ago, they didn't believe in Hashem's ability to take them into the land of Eretz Yisrael because it's too powerful. They didn't believe. Now, Moshe Rabbeinu screamed at them and Moshe Rabbeinu berates them and Moshe Rabbeinu tells them Hashem is angry at you. And suddenly they believe. What made them start believing if they didn't believe until that point? What was it that changed their belief system? And here the al tells us a powerful teaching. He says a person deep down is a believer. A person deep down is connected to Hashem. It's just that there's a lot of external stuff that gets in the way. We have the animal side of us, and the selfish side of us, and the non-godly side of us. And many times that covers over, suppresses, and muffles the goodness and the holiness that finds itself within sight. And sometimes what we need in order that the goodness that's there within us deep down should be able to be revealed is we need a tongue lashing. We need to be pushed into it. We have to be, the external part of us has to be somewhat broken down in order to allow for the internal, the deeper, the essential good to be revealed. And that's why sometimes it takes a humbling feeling, a crushing feeling, being pushed into it that should allow and should open up the channels to reveal the inner goodness that's inside. Says the Rebbe, that is also the deeper meaning of this story, this medrash of Avraham Avinu. Avraham Avinu, of course, tried to teach people about Hashem and tried to teach people about the creator of the world and monotheism and the importance the Ramam tells us Avraham wrote books on it. But there are some people that were too stuck. They were, their, good, their inherent goodness was too muffled, too covered over. And for those people, also Avram had a way. And here he had to use this tough love. He had to push them into a hard situation and make it difficult for them so that they too would ultimately allow for that inner connection to Hashem, that inner belief to be revealed. And sometimes that's necessary as well. The Rebbe tells a beautiful story about the fifth Rebbe of Lubavitch, the Rebbe Rashab, Rebbe Shalom Doivber, whose birthday is actually this week on the 20th of Cheshvan. It says, it was just the beginning of the time when he was the Rebbe, and a person came to him and he was crying and he needed a salvation, he needed a bracha for a Yeshua, for a salvation. And the Rebbe Rashab looks at him and says, you know what, I just can't help you. I can't help you. The person walked out of the room and he just broke down in tears. Here he was going through a painful episode, going through a painful situation. He thought he was coming to the Tzadik, coming to the Rebbe. He would get his salvation, he would get his bracha, and now he's been rejected. And he's standing outside really just crying his heart out. The Rebbe Rashab's brother, Reb Zalman Aaron, comes by and he sees the gentleman standing and crying. He says, what is it? And he says, this is what happened. I have this difficulty and I came to your brother, the Rebbe. I asked him for a bracha. He said, he can't help me. Reb Zalman Aaron goes into his brother, the Rebbe, and he says, he says, I don't understand. He says, a person comes to you for help and you can't help him. And even if you really can't help him, tell him words of encouragement, inspiration, make him happier. How is it you just tell him you can't help him and you sent him out and now he's outside crying? The Rebbe Rashab says he's outside crying. Okay, send him back in. The gentleman comes back in. The Rebbe Rashab sits down with him, actually hears him out, gives him the bracha necessary. That bracha was fulfilled and the salvation came for this person. That's the story. And again, the question is, what was this all about? If the Rebbe Rashab could help him, why did he first reject him? Why did he first send him out to, so much so that the person just was, was in tears and crying outside of the room? And the Rebbe says it's the same message. Sometimes, in order to find the deeper good, in order to find the part of us that's worthy 
for the divine blessing, for the divine bracha, we have to go through a crushing experience. And this person had to go through those moments where he felt that rejection and therefore broke down in tears. And that was able to wash away or break down whatever external energy was there that wasn't allowing for the bracha to affect or to take hold for this person. And therefore, this is the lesson of Avraham Avinu teaching every one of us, first and foremost, obviously, to go in the ways of the first Jew. And that is not only to be complacent with calling out to Hashem ourselves and to connecting to Hashem and doing the best that we can, but to recognize that we're messengers in this world. And just as he was, that wherever he was, he spread the message of Hashem and spread holiness to the people around him, so too we also have to spread holiness and Kedusha and help people around us find the holiness that's within themselves. And even if sometimes it requires being a little bit pushy, and that's the story of this Medrash, even sometimes Avraham Avinu had to be tough and use that tough love and says, really, you really must recognize Hashem, otherwise I'm not going to be so nice, and otherwise I'm charging you. And even that, which again, sometimes is difficult and we have to know how to do it, but being tough with a person to help them find the godliness that's within them is actually tough love. It's a toughness that's there to help a person find and connect and relate to their inner and deeper goodness. And going this way of Hashem, in this way of Avram, we also become those messengers of godliness, of divinity for, for ourselves and for the world around us and helping everyone around us find that holiness within them and within every part of this world. Have a wonderful Shabbos.